is up, JT Talks Podcast, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the evolution of Tyler, the Creator's music. Now, I think this story of Tyler, the Creator, are really inspirational to show how an amazing group and an, an, an amazing artist can really make their music and evolve into something that we've never heard before. Tyler, the creator in history, will go down as one of the greatest hip-hop artists and R&B artists of all time. And if you're wondering why I'm putting him into the R&B category, uh, you can also put him into a rock category. He's made rock music. He's made metal music. I mean, this dude has experienced with different types of music, as we can say from the evolution of Tyler the Creator's Goblin, which is a very good example. So, I wanted to talk about all of his projects, basically. So, we have Goblin here. And I have it propped up so I can see the projects and more. So, we got Goblin. Which, Goblin is something that is very, 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 very heavy. I mean, I've said very so many times and it's not even an exaggeration with Goblin as a whole project, because we're starting off with the track Goblin, and this whole album was very, very dark. I mean, this is one of this is one of the darkest projects that I have ever listened to, and I think that it's just something that was going on with the phase, which Goblin was really good. I'm giving Goblin an 8.5. Goblin was an amazing album. I know it's very dark and it's something we haven't heard before, but it it's just I don't know, there's no way to really explain Goblin as a project because it had very very different tunes and I think that this is something we've heard gangsta rap throughout many times. Just basically like easy ease music. Let's say, let's talk about that. But I think Tyler the Creator with Goblin took this project and took Gangsta Rap to a new extreme level. Say if we're talking about Radicals, which Radicals was very, 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 very explicit, as we know. I mean, this... He literally said, burn people, nah, he said, burn people, kill, at school, you know, there's a lot of stuff that he said, which I'm not going to say that, because even though there's explicit stuff on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that, it would probably get taken down for, like, more reasons, like, it's not just something that's like, oh, wow, you're not going to get demonetized. You can just say it, bro. And I don't really want to say it. 
but Goblin was a very, very different track. Now, there was very, very good stuff on this. And basically what kicked off Tyler the Creator's career was the song on the on one of the songs on the album, as in Yonkers. Yonkers had a lot of terrible things that he said, as in saying homophobic slurs. Um, we just got even more. And also, yes, that was my cat in the background opening my door, which I'm not even in my room right now, but, you know, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> Yonkers was very, very different with homophobic slurs, threats to Bruno Mars. And again, as y'all know, I love Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator is literally in my top five rappers. I wouldn't be talking about Tyler the Creator, but I just think Tyler the Creator stepped in a zone where his music was very, very different in something that just was unexpected. I think this is, un- nobody really expected this as a whole, because at the time, we had stuff like Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga and all that, you know, we, we weren't focused on some kid named Tyler the Creator saying homophobic slurs, threats, and telling people to burn kill people in F school, you know, nobody was really concerned on that back in, like, 2013, because I know this album came out 2013-2014 with Goblin. So, there was a very, very good track list, and there was a lot of songs that I like, which is, uh, She was an amazing song. She was an absolute 10 out of 10 track on the album, and in my opinion, is the best song on the album besides Tron Cat, which Tron Cat is a very, very huge thing that would definitely be talked about throughout all the years. I mean, literally, Tron Cat will absolutely never be forgotten. I mean, it's just in the history books. It's nothing. It's just very, very interesting to see lyrics lyrics like that and as horrible stuff that was in Tron Cat. But back to She. She was an amazing track. Frank Ocean had amazing vocals. Vocals that just were very energetic, that made you want to dance. Even though the song was about stalking a girl that's on the blog, (laughs) but you know, I would say there was just something that is really, really amazing about the song. Even Tyler's part was very, very good. I liked how it sounded. It all blended in together, even with Tyler, the creator's dark type of thing that he had going in this track and Frank Ocean making a whole entire different type of sound that you can hear and that's why I really really did enjoy she out of this track out of this track list because this was a very very amazing song she was is definitely one of the best rap songs I've ever heard and 
of course, we all know she, Frank Ocean definitely did carry that song. And if y'all know, I am very biased to Frank Ocean because that is, in my opinion, the greatest artist of all time slash the greatest artist to ever live and currently living. I mean, we've had so many stuff from Frank Ocean, including Blonde, uh, Chanel Orange, Nostalgia Ultra, or or was it Nostalgic Ultra? I don't know. I don't remember. It's been that long. I just don't even remember. But Frank Ocean will definitely be one of the episodes. So we'll dive in more to Frank Ocean's tracks and projects in another episode. But again, she is an amazing song. Now, on to Tron Cat, which I think Tron Cat is the most, I mean, the worst and most talked about gangster rap song and the most just, it it was the craziest song I've ever heard. I mean, this dude is saying that he would rape a pregnant, you know, and of course, trigger warning for people, because I forgot to put that in the uh, whole entire podcast. So yes, trigger warning, but it will definitely be in the description because this video or this podcast episode will probably go down into very, very deep subjects, you know, like, I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff in this episode that we're talking about that's pretty bad, so Tron Cat is one of the most craziest songs I've ever heard, I mean, it was just absolutely crazy, I mean, it was just really something I didn't here before. It was just really, really interesting. But another song I did enjoy off of the album was Fish. And Fish, besides She, I think that was my second favorite song on the album and second best song on the album for me. I think Fish was just a different type of sound that was just really, really amazing. It was something that, I don't know, it was just a very, very amazing listen, and I remember my first listen to Goblin, which, of course, at a young age, I actually did hear Yonkers, and I actually saw the music video with Yonkers. Of course, I didn't talk about it to my family, since that was a horrible video. I mean, dude's eating a roach and talking about stabbing Bruno Mars and his stock and his esophagus or whatever you call it, I don't know. So like I mean it was just very crazy stuff. So you know, of course you're not gonna tell your family about that at a young age. But like Yonkers but until I listened to the full project, which I listened to the full project in twenty twenty actually. Um I would say it's very, very good. I'd say if you can't get in to gangster rap slash very, very heavy stuff, this is not an album that you are going to enjoy. This is really, really not an album that you are going to adapt to. And I really think if you hate terrible lyrics, you hate gritty stuff, 
you're never going to get into this Tyler project because this is something very, very, very different from the new music and the new tunes and audio that comes out these days slash even in back then. Because like I was saying, we had people like Kid Cudi, which who was dropping, which yes, he'll he'll be in the episode too. Kitsy Ghost, of course, I don't know, that's my favorite duo of all time. Kanye's my Kanye's the greatest rapper of all time. You know, I love Kanye, I love Kid Cudi. That would be another episode. But you know, you had people like Kid Cudi dropping at the time. Kanye def yeah, definitely Kanye was dropping Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, the pop scene was going on at this time. So no, not many people were adapting to this and not and a bunch of people really did not like the topics that Tyler was going on. Because, I mean, we even have, I mean, we have this is to church, this is to God, this, this is to Jesus. And I, I think that is one thing that I don't really enjoy. I don't enjoy the whole entire demonic. I enjoyed the project. I didn't really enjoy the demonic things that were being said and the demonic thing. I mean, literally you have Tyler the Creator with upside down cross on his forehead, which I get branding. And this just honestly goes along with the whole entire odd future. Because as we know, with Earl Sweatshirt. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting this one dude's name, but both of his albums have an upside-down cross for his thing. I know he's in Odd Future, but I'm not sure of his name. So, the, definitely a lot of sketchy things, demonic stuff, and very, very heavy topics went on to Odd Future itself. So, I think that there's just many different things with Tyler's and even Odd Future's sound. Because, I mean, we can even dive into Earl Sweatshirt with his own music. As you know, he had different stuff. And then his whole sound changed. And I think even on Earl Sweatshirt's topic and his sound... Earl Sweatshirt is a very, very hard artist to get into. So even if you do want to go back to his Odd Future era, which I that was my favorite era of Earl Sweatshirt, I mostly enjoyed his Odd Future uh, era because, I don't know, it was just the most that I could really, really enjoy and get into Earl Sweatshirt. But, you know, of course, this episode's not about Earl Sweatshirt. But we're, again, we're just hitting up topics on everything, and including Odd Future, because you know, you know, Tyler was the leader. Tyler, Tyler had Odd Future, which Tyler, with which Odd Future, it was is the greatest group to exist, because you have so many iconic names. The fact that you have Frank Ocean, the greatest artist of all time, in my opinion. The fact that you have him on Odd Future was one thing that is really, really insane. And I really, really do enjoy Odd Future. So if you haven't gave Odd Future a chance, kind of like Oldie. Oldie, Tyler, the creator, had amazing sounds. 
on Oldie. Especially his second verse was amazing. His first verse was amazing. Jasper's verse was amazing. Frank Ocean's verse was the best and it was amazing. It was something that I reacted to and it was just amazing. I loved Oldie. Oldie is an amazing song. So if you haven't heard it, it really, really, really is different. I mean, I can't exaggerate how actually different it sounds. I think it was one of the best things I've ever heard. And I really, really did enjoy Oldie's sounds with Tyler's verse, Frank's verse, Jasper's verse. Jasper's verse was very good. Earl's sweatshirts was the second best verse on Odie. So if you haven't checked out Odie, go check it out. Odie, Odd Future, you already know. So, next topic I wanted to get on when I pop it up is going to be Cherry Bomb. Now, this album is definitely different. You know that it's different. It's nothing like Tyler has ever dropped. It's absolutely nothing like Tyler has dropped. And it's just something that if you don't like, I don't even know what to explain it. Because Cherry Bomb was pretty dark too, but there was some sped up stuff. It was different. The beats were different. The flows were different. And I really, really do think that, of course, back then, Cherry Bomb was not a hit. Everybody hated Cherry Bomb. I mean, I'm sure people liked Smuckers. And Smuckers is a really, really amazing song. If you haven't checked it out, Kanye's verse, Lil Wayne's verse, Smuckers is an absolute amazing song, but I think not many people wanted Cherry Bomb, and not many people liked Cherry Bomb, which I think Cherry Bomb was absolutely amazing, and I like Death Champ. Death Champ was good, and especially, we got tracks like Two Seater, which Two Seater, the flows, the thing. What Tyler was on in Two Seater and Cherry Bomb was amazing. This project, in my opinion, is again an easy 8.5 because it was just a different sound. And we have Effing Young and Perfect, which is a very, very underrated track on this project, which I really, really happen to enjoy Cherry Bomb. Even though something I've never heard before, it was something different. It was something that the rap scene hasn't seen. It was just, it was very, very different. Again, like I said, this album really stands out from all Tyler albums. Besides Igor, which of course we're going to get to that. But besides Igor, this album had many, many different things to it. Um, and we had a lot of stuff. Especially Keep the O's. Keep the O's featuring Pharrell was an amazing song. The sped the sped up voices, it was absolutely amazing. I love the beat. It was something that I could really, really listen to and very, very much enjoy this 
song on the project. I really, really did enjoy the tunes, the flows. I I enjoyed the producing. And I'd really say Cherry Bomb is very underrated. And getting on Smuckers, Kanye's verse was absolutely amazing. Kanye's flow was amazing. I would say the back and forth by Lil Wayne and Tyler, the creator, was absolute killer on this song. I mean, it was absolutely killer. It was something that was just so different, and I really, really did enjoy hearing Smuckers. I I just really think it was very, very different. Tyler's verse was absolutely amazing. The topics, the, the awesomeness, the deep stuff that was in the project. I just say there's just so much with this album that I enjoyed, but really much, there's not much to talk about with, um, there's not much, yeah, there's not much to talk about with Cherry Bomb, because it was so different, and also, I know there might be albums I miss, have no clue, I know probably not, but again, y'all know the next album that we're going to be talking about, which is Flower Boy, which is personally my favorite Tyler the Creator album, because if y'all haven't listened to Flower Boy, y'all really need to. This album was absolutely something that I haven't heard, something that we haven't seen with R&B tracks, rap tracks, there was no miss. This album is an easy 11 out of 10 for me. I could even, matter of fact, I could put it at 12 out of 10. This album was absolutely amazing. Forward, Rex Orange Country did amazing on both of the tracks that he had on this album. And especially, and especially See You Again is a very, very, different song, um, had Kelly, Kelly did absolutely amazing, and I know I'm not pronouncing it right, but y'all know, I don't care, (laughs) I really don't care, Kali, I think that's how you say it, but Kali did amazing on the songs, I'm sick of, sick of, sick of, sick of chasing, I mean, it, it was just amazing, Tyler's part was amazing, it was a Tyler we haven't seen before, the R&B Tyler came out on some of this, and I love the rap part that we get after Kelly's part, when I see your face, when we get that, and then Tyler, the creator, goes into this amazing deep beat, which I really, really did enjoy the sounds on this album. I mean, this album was absolutely amazing and just a song that I haven't heard before in something ever like it. And as you know, I mean, I'm sure some people have probably heard it on TikTok, but you really do need to listen to the full song because the full song was absolutely amazing. It was just something I've hadn't heard before. Flower Boy is an absolutely amazing project that everybody needs to touch on. Now, we're going to, all right, hold up, 
let's talk about where this flower blooms. Where this flower blooms, very, very underrated track. I mean, Frank Ocean did amazing. I loved it. Tyler's Tyler's verses, absolutely amazing. There was just so much to enjoy with this song on the project, and I really, really happened to enjoy these sounds that were put on in Flower Boy slash Where This Flower Blooms. Frank Ocean absolutely killed it. I mean, it was just something that I hadn't seen. Like, I don't know. Tyler, the creator, just has so much stuff. And now we're talking about Who That Boy, a song that everybody has heard, but oh my god, ASAP Rocky did amazing. This is probably, this is in my top five ASAP Rocky features that people have had. This was absolutely amazing. I really, really happen to enjoy Who That Boy. I mean, the beat was absolutely amazing. I loved when the song started, done, 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 and it was amazing. Then the beat dropped, then it's amazing. Such a hype song. ASAP Rocky absolutely killed it with his verse. It was absolutely amazing. It was fresh. It was a very, very amazing talented creator in ASAP Rocky, and definitely a 12 out of 10 ASAP Rocky feature because he absolutely, I mean, he was rapping his life up on there. It's a summertime, and I'm in the night. <laughs> like, bro, it was mad amazing. It was absolutely, I don't, there's just nothing to really explain it. I mean, it was very, very amazing. Now, y'all know, we're talking about it. Tyler, the creators, 911 slash Mr. Lonely. In my opinion, the best song on the album. With Frank Ocean and Steve Lacey. That alone is absolutely the perfect, the perfect feature list. I mean, oh my God. Steve Lacey, bang. Frank Ocean, bang. And when you put that all together, it was just amazing. I mean, Frank Ocean's part felt so fresh. Chirp, 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 chirp. I mean, literally, that was a verse. It, it was just amazing. It was something that was so fresh by Frank Ocean and Steve Lacey, and it was amazing. And I really, really enjoyed this R&B part, and especially the ending, or after the part, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. At the end of this, Tyler, the creator, went absolutely insane i mean it was amazing the once the beat hurt you heard the beat oh my god it was just absolutely amazing i mean this is one of the greatest songs i have ever heard in listening to music in my life i mean this is absolutely an amazing song so next i want to go on to a very very short song very very underrated song which is dropping seeds uh, uh, dropping seeds featuring um 
Lil Wayne. And my bad at me saying, um, I don't know. I can't think. So Lil Wayne did absolutely amazing. This is a chill Lil Wayne that we rarely get to see. And I love chill Lil Wayne songs. I think chill Lil Wayne songs are the best that you can really get. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It was just something that I was like, wow, this is really, really good. So Dropping Seeds, absolutely amazing song. And then Tyler comes in and his verse, so short, but so good. This song was just overall very chill. I don't know, it reminded me of heaven, bro. Like, literally, this song is amazing. And November is a very, very underrated, very, very underrated song on this project. But I'm not going to really get on November just because I, I don't know, I'm not going to get on it. So, yeah, that, I, like, November, very underrated. I will admit, it's in the top five, the track. But I really, really did enjoy November. So I had to make another part because my leg was just absolutely not in the position I wanted it to be, and it was really bothering me, and I didn't want to do it, but I just did. So on to the next thing, Glitter. Glitter is an absolutely amazing song. I love it. I mean, the sped up, it was just something I haven't heard. Well, it wasn't even, it wasn't sped up. I loved the voice on it. I mean, it was an absolutely amazing track on the album. I mean, like, I'm feeling like glitter. Like, bro, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. Best R&B songs I've ever heard. I mean, oh my God, I can't, like, really stress it enough. This was absolutely an amazing thing that, I again, I have not heard from Tyler, which I love how this album gave a very, very different sound. So, as you guys know, we are on to the full, or, well, not full, we are on to Tyler the Creator's biggest album. Now, with this album, is a 12 out of 10. Absolutely amazing. There was no miss on the song. First, we have Igor's theme. Igor's theme was rock. I mean, rock. Literally rock. Literally rock. I mean, this was a rock. This was... Like, I don't know why I'm so shocked. It was a rock sound. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. The beat was amazing. It just made it just made you want to get on your knees and rage. It just made you want to rage. Like Igor's theme is absolutely amazing. Like it was perfect. Like I mean, absolutely amazing thing. Igor's theme was absolutely amazing. And Next, we're getting into Earthquake, a.k.a. known as Tyler the Creator's most known and most popular track. So, Earthquake was 
very, very different. And also, yes, I know I hit my phone when I was recording, so that's too bad. So, Earthquake was an amazing thing. Something we haven't heard before. I mean, Playboy Cardi's verse on it was amazing, even though it's just him talking gibberish. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. Like, it was it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Playboy Cardi, like that, it was just something. It made me float. Like that's what that's how this track, honestly, made me feel when I heard Cardi's part. I mean, this is all good. But you know, funny story. Something in school uh, about I don't know September. It's funny. This one guy. This one guy and girl was laughing at me for listening to Todd the Creator. And it's like, he doesn't even have any good songs. His only good song is Earthquake. And I'm like, oh my god, of course, bro. Of course. Look, bro, you don't have an opinion. If you only listen to Earthquake, you're biased. You're absolutely biased. So if you only listen to Earthquake, you're biased. So we got I Think. Now, I think is a very, very, very good song. I think was very, very something. I loved the beat on I think. That was absolutely amazing. It was just something me and my friend really like. I think it's really not talked about enough, but that's really all I have to say on that track. So now on to Boyfriend. Boyfriend, I have no clue why it was taken off the album. Because Boyfriend was a really, really, really good track on the album. And I was kind of shocked that Tyler removed it. Because I think Boyfriend was very, very special. And I think it absolutely belonged in the album. And the sounds that it gave were very, very different than I saw. So now, let's go on to Running Out of Time. Running out of time, again, we have all these R&B tracks and all these things that were just so different. Running out of time is just a song that has you on your feet. I mean, it's like one of those, I don't know, it just had me on my feet. Like, Running Out of Time, absolutely an amazing song and a different sound. Like, this whole album was made off of a different Tyler the Creator sound, and that's exactly why many people call this Tyler's best work. Which, even though Flower Boy is my favorite album, and I think it's better than Igor in my opinion, this is definitely Tyler's best work. I mean, his best production, his best beats, I mean, it was absolutely amazing. So, a Boy is a Gun is also a very, very good song. I very, very enjoyed it. It's a song that I can just listen to and just vibe and have a good time my day. Now on to New Magic Wand, which I forgot about. So New Magic Wand is a very, very different sound. And his favorite song to perform and his favorite song out of his discography, which I could get why. New Magic Wand was absolutely amazing. So hype. I mean, it literally has me raging, bro. It's such a hype song. It's an amazing song. It's an amazing performed song. If you haven't seen 
uh, New Magic Wand performance, definitely go look that up after you finish this episode of the podcast. Because I think New Magic Wand is definitely is definitely in top 10 of Tyler's discography. I mean, very, very amazing song. Now, moving on to Puppet. Absolutely amazing. Puppet, absolutely amazing. There's just Kanye's vocals. Mm, they hit Tyler, the creator's sound. Okay, bro, you already know. It was just an amazing R&B song. I mean, this was absolutely amazing. Loki, I could play this song, and you could be in a rainy car, and this is a song. Or this could be a date song. I mean, this puppet is absolutely amazing. Kanye's verse, amazing. I love what Kanye put into this. And the fact that you couldn't really tell what he was saying was very, very, very different. And I think was an amazing thing by Kanye of just what he put. I, I feel like it was a very, very different Kanye. It kind of reminds me of a ghost town Kanye, but a very, very different sound that people have to adapt to. So we're going to talk about Gone, Gone, Thank You. This is one of the best songs of all time. Gone, Gone, Thank You is amazing. The full song, the vocals, the rapping, you have, yeah, literally, R&B, rap. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. And especially the ending. The ending was awesome. The ending was absolutely awesome. I mean... This was a song that blew up, of course, on TikTok, and the song was just amazing in general. I mean, there's just not more to say on it. Like, I feel this is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Now, going on to the second best song of the album for me is Are We Still Friends? Are We Still Friends is a song that you can sing your heart out. If you're sad, pop on are we still friends this is a song again i'm playing in a rainy night when i want to just scream the lyrics this is something i could just scream and cry to at a goddamn thing i mean are we still friends i mean absolutely amazing and i mean absolutely yes just this is an absolutely amazing album absolutely amazing tracks on it Definitely one of the best R&B, rock, even a little bit of rap in it. I mean, this is absolutely, this goes down history. This this is not, this is one of the best all, all genres albums. I mean, absolutely amazing. And to end off the episode... Our last album is Call Me If You Get Lost. Call Me If You Get Lost? We're talking about all of this, which I really, really enjoyed this album. I mean, this project was just, it was so different and so enjoyable that 
I don't know. It was just absolutely amazing. Something I haven't heard before. So first off, starting with Sir and the other part, I just don't say. I just call it Sir, of course, because I don't know. It's just so long. It's, I don't know. I just don't say it. So Sir, that's a good song. The, fir- the first song on the album is an absolute hit. It's like it's something from DJ and Tyler. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It was something that I haven't heard before. I mean, this song just had me chilling. It had me floating. Again, like I said. Then we have Corso, which was a very, very great song. I really, really did enjoy Corso. It's one of those songs that I could just vibe to on the ox with one of my friends. And for the next song, Lemonhead, absolutely amazing. 42 Doug, his part was very, very, very awesome. I would say it was just one of those things that were very, very different. And I really, really did enjoy Lemonhead and 42 Doug's part on it. Then we're moving on to What's Your Name. Young Boy did absolutely amazing. Chill Young Boy on a chill beat, low key slaps. It's something that, like, that's one of the hardest raps ever, bro. When Young Boy's on the chill beat and when Young Boy's being chill, one of the best sounds that you can get. What's your name? Ty Dolla Sign with vocals. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It was something we haven't heard from Tyler or Youngboy, which I really, really did enjoy Wessie and Aime. Very popular song. So good. I mean, it was just so good. Then we have Lumberjack, which Lumberjack was, again, absolutely amazing. Lumberjack was something I can just get hyped to, sing out, or not, not sing out, just rap out. If I want to rage, if I, you know, if I want to just get hype, that's one song I can really, really play. Then we got Hot Wind Blows featuring Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne did absolutely amazing on this song. Lil Wayne, this is one of his best verses ever. I really, really did enjoy what Lil Wayne gave us on this track. And I really, really did enjoy what Tyler gave us on this track. I think Hot Wind Blows is awesome. And there's a lot of different songs. Of course, we're not going to talk about every single song. So I'm going to talk about Safari. Safari, in my opinion, is the most underrated song on the album. Safari is my second favorite song on this album. Safari is really not talked about enough at all. Like, Loki is just really not talked about enough. Then we have the intro to the podcast and the best song on Call Me If You Get Lost. Sweet slash I Thought You Wanted to Dance. I Thought You Wanted to Dance is absolutely amazing. I mean, I loved it. It was, it's so chill. It just reminds me of summer vibes. I mean, it's just amazing. Now what makes you think, like, mm, it's just something amazing that I haven't heard before. And I really, really did enjoy the features and the other stuff. And of course, very, very good stuff. But with that being said, that is the end of this podcast. So I appreciate you for all 
of the support I got on episode one on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. So I very much do appreciate it. This was very, very fun talking about Tyler, the Creator Day. And that's how the time we basically got. So if you guys did enjoy, don't forget to rate it. Don't forget to like. And don't forget to follow the podcast because we got an episode coming out every single day. So if you guys looking forward to that, we're going to talk sometime soon. See you on episode three.